Hey, what's up, DBC fans? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. Well, first of all, Freddie, the best part is it's free. There's nothing better than using a free, awesome service. To make the process simple and easy, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor helps people find your show by distributing the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Also, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I like like money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We love using Anchor. It's a great platform that lets us hear from the fans and reaction theater with Anchor's Leave a Message feature. So when you create your account with Anchor, you can also utilize their feature and make your own podcast. TJ will uh, be your first guest. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. That's cool. It's unique. <laughs> Stunning. Was that Stunning a, stuff here. Was that a Stunning analysis? I mean, I'm glad y'all spot better than you you I thought I did a good job react. on that whole thing. I mean, you did good. I thought my your acting was, was good. I thought your producing and editing was good. I mean, I think there was is some, there an acting award for podcast? Acting? I don't know. Probably. There's an award for every damn thing. Was that a Dale call in the beginning? Dale who? The Dale call. A- oh, this is a song, Jason. Yeah, I don't even. He's oh. like, what's this? Oh, heard this. In the trailer park. Yeah. Stop it. My parents are going to be mad. It's only not- eight seconds. <laughs> only eight seconds. <laughs> only eight seconds. Well, I love that. I feel like I broke my parole to have a good time. I think, uh, by the way, Casey isn't here. Uh, you got the big guy, Matthew Dillner, filling in as Casey. Oh, we're hot already? We're hot already, man. We're rolling. Oh, that was the intro. Like, that was it. So we're doing intros now as part of the show. That that's uh, You didn't listen. No. It's rarely <laughs> listen. I feel like I'm it was in, on TV or something. Don't even think about picking up that paper either. I know. Those things are glued to the desk. Don't so even we think always about make it. all these good videos, and we can never use them because TJ's holding his paper up like this. Yeah. He's holding it up above his face. Or yeah, I'm like, he's, yeah. he's, like he's, he's like this, or he's like this looking down, so it looks like he's asleep. I'm over it's here. Like he's far nearsighted. <laughs> like, like, he's like, fair, ever, wait, what's far nearsighted? I can't see. I don't know why. What's far, what's far nearsighted? I don't know. I don't know. What, <laughs> I don't know the difference between far. It sounds I far think, sighted means you could see things. You, you have a tough time seeing things up close. Yes, it's the opposite. So that makes yeah. no sense. Yeah, pretty yeah, it's much. The opposite. Yeah. It's like opposite day. So far side, it means I can see far. Yeah, you're good. It's like far. understeer and oversteer. You know what understeer means? Yeah. What's yeah. understeer? Loose or tight? Loose. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that'd be like, oh, I have understeer. That'd be so. Understeer. That means that's when oversteer. the idiots steer their car from underneath. Could Why be. do you call them idiots? Yeah. What do you mean? I know what do you so, mean? Sorry, Snowflake. <laughs> what do you mean? Welcome to Door Bumper Clear. <laughs> yeah, with the new intro. <laughs> Starts with a Dale call, lots of editing in the middle there. Well, and, what uh, Dale call are you talking about? You've what? never seen the Dale call? Yeah, for the roar of the engine at first sounds oh, like a Dale call. Oh, it does sound like the that da- thing oh, you that blow Dale in call. and he shows up. Yeah, we should uh, we should do that later today. You, your son doesn't have one of them? 
No, I should get him one. No, you shouldn't. You'll hate it by the <laughs> should. I think you should release that as a ringtone. I think people are going to want that. Dale Call ringtone? Or DBC no, ringtone? No, yeah. DBC, Door, man. bumper, Yeah, clear. nobody wants that as a ringtone. Y'all made fun of my prison idea, and everybody tweeted me wanting to stay out of my prison. Hey, I didn't make fun of it. I'd go. And then some dude suggested we have a shoe show at the prison. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> man, there's fans of all kinds, aren't there? <laughs> so, I'm just saying. It sounds... I mean, there's like 10 people that tweeted me, so we maybe need to do like a bed and breakfast prison instead of a big prison. Dude, none of this... Yeah, we're not doing I glamping. I see, that's the <laughs> thing. We're talking one about floor glam- thing. You guys are talking about glamping, right? Yeah. In that glamping. show. Yeah. Like, that would yeah. be the ultimate anti-glamp. Yeah. Would be the prison, prison uh, camp. Yeah, there's... Wait, prison camp? That doesn't sound <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah, I don't... We try to get rid of those. If you had to go to prison, what would you have to go to prison for? What would you do wrong, you think? Yeah, you're shady. I was just going to ask that question. <laughs> He's like, what did I do? He's like, I'm burying bodies. I yeah, said, I Why you got that shovel in your trunk, DJ? <laughs> <laughs> uh, why do you carry a whole box of industrial trash bags and a shovel? Um, What's that chloroform for? <laughs> yeah. Does this smell like chloroform? <laughs> uh, well, I, I mean, I don't know if that's something. I don't want to publicly disclose. Yeah, because yeah. then if something happens, uh, now, like now down I'm the road, you're Now you know. They'll just reference back to yeah. show number 107. Yeah. I mean. Come get him. <laughs> You're so shady, TJ. Yeah. What would you go for then? Me? Yeah. I mean, I've almost went to prison a few times. Prison? Or jail? Jail. Yeah, well, I guess there's, there's a, a difference. difference. You're damn right. There's, there's a difference. <laughs> You're right. Nah. Okay, I've almost gone to jail a few times. <laughs> I, went to, I, went, I went to jail once. Did you almost go to prison? Hell no, man. Myrtle Beach jail. Everybody, they sell t-shirts there. <laughs> So I just got a lot of numbers. I want a T-shirt. I'm like, I wonder what I can get away with right here. Oh, <laughs> it, I didn't get away with it. I got to go to jail. <laughs> I want a T-shirt while I'm here, guys. Hey. I went to Myrtle uh, Beach and all I got Everybody was goes a, to jail a, at Myrtle Beach once. If you're from South Carolina, like, you have to go to jail once. My, my, That's like Bowman Gray. If you if you go to Bowman Gray and you race at Bowman Gray, I have my daughter go to listen jail. to this because she doesn't know I've been to jail. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. it's probably late for that now. Yeah, too late. <laughs> uh, she's going to, she reads Twitter, she's going to know because somebody's going to tweet it. Yeah, I mean, I, I would imagine that most people have been to jail once, right? <laughs> you've been, to, you've I'm been. Pretty to jail? sure you're the only one in this room. That's I got probably a freaking. Been to jail. You wait, hold on. Have I've you been never been in jail. No, Jason Schultz. Have no. you been to jail? Yeah, okay. No jail. <laughs> you been in jail? This guy didn't even know what. Bo- okay, yeah. okay, we're gonna go rehab. Here. This kid right here didn't know that song by rehab. He didn't. Uh, he's never seen Smokey and the Bandit. He's never seen. Animal House, I figured out, and then to top it all Nerds. off, he's never Revenge heard of the, the song. Nerds, he didn't really? know what Bohemian Rhapsody was. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. Queen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like we need oh, to come yeah. up with a list. DBC, yeah. like ACDC, needs what to come up with a list of ten just, movies and ten just songs. Watch Wayne's World. You'll know what it is. All right. The problem is we up. give him a list and he still doesn't. He do doesn't it. do it. You guys yeah. gave him a list. He tells he's got oh, summer yeah. off. He's got summer off. Got all this time. Conventions. Hey, I'm glad to see your your profile picture or your background image ran well this weekend. That was nice. Yeah. Good job on that. Well, that's okay. Oh, he got the, yeah. the, the, the instant karma got him because uh, homeboy over here wrecked this weekend. Did you hear about that? Got rear-ended on 77. You he wrecked. needed a spotter. You guys weren't there for him. Yeah, Why did you guy, slam on your brakes? The guy behind me needed a spotter. Why did you slam on your brakes? You got hit in the ass. I didn't. It was stop and go, 11 o'clock at night. Clint struggles with stop and goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit. That's not <laughs> a minute. So you got hit in the ass at 11 at night. Yep. What were you doing driving so late? Yeah, was, where were you coming from? At, um, Greg from Off Axis Paint. I was watching the Xfinity race with some of his guys. and Oh, that's the guy that raced with us. Who? The go-kart guy. Yeah. Oh. The guy Greg, nobody man, knew he cool. was, and he showed up oh, and yeah. raced with the spotters. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. He'll spot every once in a while, I thought. 
I've never seen him before. Yeah, not at a, he's, he's never. Yeah, I think he's maybe done short track stuff. He's never. I've never seen him at a truck Xfinity or a Cup race. Have you? No. So did you mess your car up? Yeah, the back end's bent up a little bit. So it looks like mm. a demo derby car. So it's done. You got whiplash. <laughs> Now the seatbelt, I would. I was, I feel fine, but the seatbelt kind of jammed, so now I can't drive. You can't drive your car. <laughs> well, the back end's like I could drive it. I drove it back to his shop after. Oh, then you could drive. But it, the seatbelt doesn't work, so I so can't what? drive it. Just yeah, dang, a far distance. I, so I've I mean, got a rental. Get a rope. A rental. Old school. Get a rope. Tie you rent yourself a car. thing like Rush True Love. I need something to get going. You rented a car because your seatbelt don't work. I will always ask, like, the patrolman. I was like, hey, can I drive back to Charlotte? He's like, I want to do that. So I was like, all right. You yeah, asked. Are got you this, kidding me? You this. rented a car because your seatbelt don't <laughs> well, work. Well, their insurance can pay for it anyway, so. Oh, well, there you yeah. go. But you man, rented a car because your seatbelt don't work. <laughs> TJ, what is this world coming to? We're losing it. Russ True Love would roll around in his grave. Then you get some man. damn duct tape out, and you fix that seatbelt. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's jammed. The problem is it's jammed. You get is, it not, is it not jammed at your length already? It should be, right? No, it's a little shorter for some reason. Wait, did you drive it home? No, I left it up here. At you shop. got it. You How'd left you get it? it here. But you drove it here. I drove it here. Oh, whoa, whoa, daredevil. Easy, buddy. He's easy. a daredevil. With no right there. Evil can evil. I can't believe you made it. <laughs> wow. Travis Pastrana's getting Flirt ready to call you. with disaster. You. Yeah. Travis yeah. Pastrana's getting ready to call you. He wants yeah. you to do that next job, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good gosh, man. <laughs> I'm man. all for it. <laughs> We're just, we're poor Jason Schultz is getting it today. We're talking uh, about going to jail, and you won't even drive a car without a seatbelt. <laughs> Guys, this is not safe. Can't do it. This is not yeah. safe. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I just want my car back. Do you with need a helmet with a, with a seatbelt? Right? Yeah. No, he just wants a seatbelt back. Yeah, we got a helmet. We can give him. I got a helmet. I got a car seat you can borrow. <laughs> we can latch it in on the bottom, and you can sit in it. Jason's like taller than me and TJ. He looked cute in a car seat. Yeah, he six foot one. They probably grew out of a car seat at six months. <laughs> this is a. Uh, I don't no, know if we I told you guys should... yet. This is the door bumper clear. Yeah, TJ's obviously. a spotter. I'm TJ, a spotter. Yeah. You guys spot for a bunch of people. I don't spot for crap. We have a sponsor, One Man Financial, that actually pays us to come on this show. I can't believe Something they do like that. that. Yeah. And then we go it's, on here and find out that guy doesn't know a whole bunch of good movies, wrecks his car, can't drive without a seatbelt. But he, at least he produces the show well. Yeah. Hey, he safety first, man. But safety if you sound. have to go somewhere, you got to wheel it. But they're paying for the rental car, so I'm cool with Why that. Why don't you sit in the right Who's hand seat? You're probably car. tall Insurance. enough. Why don't you mail car that stuff? <laughs> Sit in the right and use your legs. Oh, safety Sam right here. Nationwide is on your side. All right. Enough with picking on Jason Schultz. Uh, let's move into uh, spot one, on, spot off. This one time at band band, camp. Yeah. <laughs> Did you play band in school? Do you know no. that movie? No. Oh, I've heard of that one. Oh, oh my God. Wow. <laughs> we got one that he at least heard of. Jeez. And this one hey, have time? you ever heard of Gone with the Wind? Yeah. Band oh, camp. he's heard of it. Okay. So there you go. That movie was epic. <laughs> gone with the wind? No, hell no, that movie's horrible. <laughs> All right, seriously, let's move on. Spot on, spot off. Uh, <laughs> Why are we moving on? Ricky's dead house. Do you remember that wedding cake they had outside the side of the window that time? <laughs> gosh, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That guy had a wedding cake outside the window, and the other guy had shaved, and they. Threw it out the window. <laughs> the, the, oh, God. Uh, went all over it, Oh, too. my God. That was the funniest thing ever. So, so basically, Jason, <laughs> the, guy talking was, about? Yeah. the guy, like, you know, man, He groomed himself. He manscaped. manscaped. Yeah. And I'm crying. Threw it over the balcony and went right in the wedding cake. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Stifler. So, yeah. Yeah. Stifler. Stifler. 
Stifler's That's the guy. Mom. Okay, is that now the we one? can move on. I have that. Hey, wait, is that the movie? Look at me. I couldn't help it, dude. I got okay tickled. Is that the movie where they... Where the guy was uh, had to go and he was going off the balcony and the guys down there were like ah, I can taste the bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> how do you how do you segue from Stifler and and Manscaping? We need Stifler's mom. <laughs> Stifler and Manscaping. That should be the name of the show. <laughs> that one guy was always like Stifler. Your mom's gonna be there. <laughs> what do you call? What did he call that guy? <laughs> you know, growing up, I didn't have a buddy with Stifler's mom power. Did you? Yeah, mom power. You did. Yeah, <laughs> I like that term, like mom, mom power. power. So if she's she's a she's a good looking mom, it's like man, she got mom power. You're like, I'm going to my buddy's house. Sorry, yeah, kind of. Um, yeah, uh, I had we had a Stifler's mom. Yeah, definitely. Um, she's yeah. still hot now. I don't know. I haven't haven't seen her in a long time. I can't imagine it can be as hot as it was then. All right, I'm going to get out the lasso right now and lasso the two of you here. We're going <laughs> to get right, it spot fine. on, spot off. Sorry. Yeah. Spot on, spot yeah. off. Spot off for Ricky you. Ricky Stenhouse. Spot off for you. <laughs> spot on, spot off. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. doesn't make any phone calls after Daytona and then tells Kyle Busch to stop running his mouth. Um, I didn't know he didn't make any phone calls. I thought he reached out to some maybe, but his, his battery uh, would have died, probably. Yeah, hopefully. I he ran out of minutes. Yeah. or the Hopefully it was Well, didn't call Kyle out, Bush, but, so let, let's start there. Um, There's so many to call. I don't know how you even start the list. There's just, I mean, I don't know. I think, um, I think at that point, maybe you just kind of let your interview, and maybe if you see a guy, don't, you know, if you pass a guy and passing or whatever, you say, hey, man, sorry, I, you know. You know, sorry, I made a couple of mistakes last week, but I don't know if you can individually call every single one of them people yeah. um, in a big wreck like that. It is Talladega and Daytona. You're going to have a big wreck. I don't know that any of those guys have ever went through and picked out every single guy that was in the big one if they caused it and called them. So, well, I mean, we've seen Jimmy Johnson cause the big one. I mean, do you think Kelly Yarborough called anybody back in the day and said, man, I'm so sorry I wrecked you? Do you think <laughs> that Ricky Rudd called anybody? Do you think Ricky Rudd would have said to the media, man, I told Kyle Bush to stop running his mouth? I think Ricky sat down with Harvick and Biffle a lot and had dinner and stuff. Do you think Kelly Yarborough would have said to the media, man, I'm, I'm telling you right now, he better So what's stop the equivalent, though? Mouth. Because Kyle Bush ya- did yap a lot about it in the uh, press conference. I'm, I'm so just what saying. Is he, what's his play then? What's Stenhouse's play? Uh, his inter- I mean, you could see it in his. You could see it when I went. I saw a couple of them later on. You could see it that he wasn't happy about it. Like I, I, I personally felt like I could see it, and even when they showed some of the in car stuff, he was just like in yeah. the car with he knew his he head. Made mistakes. Yeah, and he knew people were going to be upset. Yeah. But I mean, I don't think you go through and call everybody. You know, if you wreck with one guy and you guys kind of got in a little bit, you call the guy, and, or yeah. somebody else got caught up in a single car. You know, some- do you think he should have called Kyle Busch? Um, I think I would have called two people. Yeah. I would have probably called Brad, and I probably would have called Kyle. Maybe William as well, because William kind of got, um, when he hooked Kyle, it kind of turned him down to William. Maybe that's a, if you're feeling really bad. Type. So, if you aren't calling them, to me, that tells me you don't like them. Well, I mean, remember, Kyle Bush and Ricky Stenhouse have had a few incidents in the past. Yeah. Martinsville. 
before that, I believe it was Atlanta. Small. Yeah, so my, my thing is, if you ain't gonna call a guy, I don't call a guy. But I'm I'm not sure that. I mean, I guess the media they're they're doing their job right. They're digging. They're asking questions. They're wanting these guys to talk about it. And but you, I, saw, you saw Kyle Bush's press conference. Correct? I did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, are your feelings hurt that he didn't call you? Like, really? You won five races this year. You know, Ricky's. Here's here's the thing about people, man. People say, "Oh man, we need drivers to be more aggressive. We need him to race harder. We need him to go after it." And then Ricky races harder, goes after Rex Kyle Busch. Everybody, oh, Ricky's an idiot. He can't drive. Yep. He got tore up everybody's cars. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, fans have to pick a side here. You want guys to go after it, or you don't want guys guys to go after it. Like, you want them to talk in their interviews candidly, or you don't. Man, I'm I'm spot on. If the, if the guy doesn't want to call a guy, don't call him. Yeah. I'm not going to call you. If I reckon I like you. You did the uh, Dell Jr. download earlier this year when Kyle was on it, right? Yes. Did he say he called Dell Jr.? No, he didn't call him. Well, then why is he expecting the call? He admitted on the Dell Jr. download that he admitted on the Dell Jr. download that he handled that situation wrong. Yeah. He said, had I been older or had I done this different, I I would have done different. Like he he admitted he screwed up. Well, I mean, then why is he, you know what I mean? Like if he. In the the end, is this. Good or bad for the sport? Because uh, uh, Kyle Petty came out and said that NASCAR should intervene. And I kind of think about what you just said. Intervene we all, what? We all, we all cry yeah. and want more action. Then we all cry and we want people to – some controversy and we want stuff to talk about and rivalries. Yeah. And this deal starts erupting the little war of words. Yeah. And all of a sudden people are like, oh, no, 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 this isn't good and uh, blah, blah, blah. What's wrong with it? If this were it's Kyle great. Bush, if this were Kyle Bush and Kevin Harvick, it would be phenomenal. Oh my God! Because yeah. we know that they're going to race around each other. Yep. You know, Ricky, R- Ricky's only play is to, to to do something when he gets lapped. And I'm not being ugly, but I mean, or Kyle, at a place like Bristol where he's Kyle, running yeah, up front. I mean, or, I mean, Kyle's in a Kyle's a five star, and, and Ricky's not yeah. right now. You know, so yeah, I think it's this. This, I, I mean, I, I told Herm this: the spots for Ricky. I think uh, I think Ricky branded himself really really well like i don't know how much time he had to think about what he was going to say but i think in the media his quotes were very quote worthy you know like whatever he said was definitely worth being on the internet definitely worth being on twitter worth being in newspaper articles and like i think what he said on his part made him really relevant you know 10 days after he wrecked everybody i mean it's 10 days after he wrecked everybody at talladega and we're still talking about it so and what I he said what he said he did basically his, was you know, quit running I mean, your mouth. Quit running your mouth. If you run or want to run your mouth, come run it to me. Yeah, and I'll I'll stop it. Who wins that fight? <laughs> Man, I I, I, <laughs> I gotta go with Ricky. Yeah, Ricky Stenhouse. I got Ricky. What are the odds? Shoot, I don't know. You three, to, three to one. <laughs> yeah, I don't. You think so? I mean, yeah. Kyle's Kyle's one of the most aggressive, awesome race car drivers. He's a generational race car driver. But if we're talking about you know, fisticuffs and getting after it after after a race in the pit area or something. My money's on Stenhouse. That dude's a little bulldog, man. And he's been working out for a handful of years now. Yeah. And Danica got him tough. I don't. I don't know about uh, that, man. He rode bowls and all that stuff. He Danica didn't make him tough. Danica's cooking uh, him like soufflés and healthy food and all I that. I feel like Kyle trim. would go in there reckless, and you know, <laughs> it like just like hey, Mike, crazy fight. Yeah, like and it'd be. I feel like Ricky would just be like whoa. It'd be over, probably. <laughs> One punch him. Wonder what we could sell tickets to that fight for. Oh, Shoot. you kidding? With Kyle Bush, people would just line up. <laughs> I think you could fight Kyle when we could sell tickets. Yeah. <laughs> I think we could get 100 bucks a head. Think? I know. Oh, Pay-per-view. Yeah. I mean, this thing, ding, ding, ding. All right. Speaking of ding, 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 uh, spot on, spot off. 
sprinklers came on on Saturday night during the race on pit road. A little. I think my favorite part about that sprinkler dance. Yeah. Do it, Jason. Can you do the sprinkler? Do you know what the darn sprinkler is? I've seen it before, but oh. You've seen it. Why don't you get up and do an impression of it? Well, y'all were doing pretty well, so I think we're good. Sure, let's, I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> no. uh, uh, spot on, spot off. I heard the guy come on the radio. Did you hear him? Yeah. He was like, I don't know who the guy was, but he come on and sprinklers, sprinklers are on. We're all like, what? And then I started looking down there. We're like, oh. That was the most exciting part of the race for yeah, me. Yeah, I don't oh. um, Spot on. I wish, I wish they had him on the roof. Good, it was, good job, Kentucky, for so, at least giving us some excitement there. Spot on. Hell, why not? But <laughs> I wish they had sprinkles on the roof. Who do you think's like, what happened there? Is some kid in there like, dude, watch this. It's like a Rodney Dangerfield movie. Do you think someone got dared to do that and he just went in there and flipped the switch and ran or something? I think somebody forgot the timer. Yeah. Like, come on Why? every Saturday night. But then it, hold on, but no, then again, it didn't the, go off on Friday or, or, or Thursday or Friday. Yeah. It come on at 10 o'clock on the nose on Saturday night. Like, 10 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Sprinklers are on. Yeah, that's scheduled. Yeah. That's awesome. Good job. All right, spot on or spot off. <laughs> Ground screw people. Hey, aim them, towards the, aim them up towards the racetrack next time you're going to do that. <laughs> Make it real fun. <laughs> <Right> turn one. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please. Yes. Spot on, spot off. Dale Jr. says Jimmy Johnson could win the most popular driver award this season. Dale Jr.'s lost his mind. Jimmy <laughs> Johnson has no chance of winning this award. It's a real shame because a seven-time guy should be the most popular guy. I mean, he, he in theory, should yep. be our Tiger Woods. He should be our Michael Jordan. But – Chase Elliott is going to win most popular driver. So we're going to have a guy. I, this may be the first time in NASCAR history. We're going to have a guy, if he doesn't win between now and Homestead, win the most popular driver award in the Cup Series, and he's never won a race. Has that ever happened in this series before? Because if he doesn't, it's going to. Uh, Yeah, I don't, I don't think Jimmy can – Jimmy's going to win the most popular driver, even though his uh, – his, accomplishments should win him multiple most popular driver uh, awards but um, that's just kind of the way our sport goes I mean fans kind of latch on to people and they like kind of tradition and they like um, they like backgrounds and stuff so uh, I think I think Ryan Blaney came in and was humble and but and he's earned quite a bit of fans just by being the way he is when he came in um, but I don't. I don't see Chase losing that. Oh, no. I would like. I'm actually probably going to leave here and go out there and make a bet with him. I don't even know who would be second in the voting. Ryan Blaney, I think, would be second in the voting. But it, it, I, yeah. I look at your point that you made about Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, he should be the Tiger Woods. But if you look at his personality too, and anybody in this industry or anybody that spent five minutes with him as a fan, you know, they're a fan. Yeah. And because he's a he's a cool dude, yeah, he's the most easygoing. But he like, has the accolades. People gravitate yeah. to accolades. Well, they, to me, late in his career, you know, when we start winding down Jimmy Johnson's career, much like when we wind down other careers in all sports, and you can include racing, there was a point in time where I remember when I first came in the sport where Earnhardt was booed yeah. at a lot of racetracks, and late in the career uh, of Jeff Gordon, people turned. Late in the career of uh, Earnhardt. People turn the, the the haters became a little less, and and the respect factor of you're watching one of the greatest race car drivers, yep. generational race car drivers, and I think that's going to change with Jimmy at towards the end. Oh, that's like a stardust and a ring. sprinkle that's, fairy. That's kind a of ring right. notification. What is that? TJ's got somebody at his doorbell. Nah, Ugh. is that Tinkerbell? 
All right, spot, <laughs> spot on, spot off. Levine Family Racing possibly moving to Toyota in 2019. <laughs> oh, whatever. They've, uh, I'm, I mean, spot on for them making this is the path that Furniture Row took. So, uh, you know, spot on for that, but. You know, I'm I'm still spot off for how for the Travis Mack thing, how that all went down. I, I thought they were, I thought he put them in more positions to have a successful finish um, than what they've been in in you know numerous years combined, and one and not even half a year this year. Yeah, he was swinging for the fence, but what else do you do? Yeah. You know, I, I would swing for the fence too because if that one time it pays off, it changes your whole landscape of your company and everything. If you're if you Say you do get the win somewhere. Something happens, you get the win. You're in the playoffs. I mean, that puts you in another level. It might. I mean, um, I don't know. I, good for them. I mean, if you gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do. When I look at each manufacturer, I say, who is the third best team for Ford? Who's the third best team for Chevrolet? Who's the third best team for Toyota? Toyota doesn't have a third best team, so they have JGR. And they have Furniture Row. And let's be honest, those guys are tied. They're tied for being the best Toyota team. So if you can go to Toyota and you can get manufacturer support, because right now they're Chevrolet. But I bet you they don't get hardly any manufacturer support. They might get, like, free sheet metal. They aren't getting (laughs) the things that a company like Kendrick is getting, where you're getting real revenue. You're getting real engineering support. You're getting real wind tunnel time. You're getting real assistance on building engines. These guys aren't getting that. You know, they they, they have a manufacturer on their car, but they're not getting a support that, that, that somebody like Toyota or Ford or Chevrolet is giving out to their top three teams. So if you can switch to Toyota, and, and Toyota needs more teams. You know what I mean? I mean, they've only got four to five good cars out of 40. So if they can get these guys in here with Casey Kane, and and help these guys grow, then I think it's a huge opportunity for this race team. This guy is spending money. Oh, yeah. Just like Barney spent money, just like Gene Haas spent money. And at some point, Matthew knows this, TJ knows this. Jason, I don't know if you know it or not. I might. But when you get here and you spend a lot of money, you expect to run well. And when you don't run well, you either, A, spend more money, you go get more help, you get a better driver, or you say, hey, I'm done spending money, I'm leaving. I thought when they made the Travis Mack change, it was a huge step in the right direction. And I'll kind of agree with you there, TJ, because that was soon, man. You got to, you know, when you get a new driver in a car, we always say uh, sometimes you got to wait for that combination to click the second time they come to a particular racetrack. Travis Mack never got that chance. It was a new car, new driver, new crew chief. I don't feel like that's a really fair shot. And I I noticed, the only thing I'm, I mean, I'm based it off of, I noticed them. I noticed them in positions where they weren't normally in more than I had before. You saw the 95, even though sometimes you're like, ooh, that looks risky. But they were trying, yeah. you know, so. I mean, I think that it, it comes down to, and I'm not close to this situation, but I think a lot of times it comes down to personalities and clicking. And I've been on teams where the crew chief and driver didn't click. I've been on teams where the tire guy and crew chief didn't click. I've been on teams where, you know, the spotter and driver don't click. Yeah, we, I was T- ask, TJ, and I, go? TJ <laughs> and I have, have been to Daytona before for the Daytona 500, the first race of the year, and we've seen spotter and driver get together, and we've seen them break up before the Daytona 500 even yep. starts. So I think a lot of times it's easy for you guys to, and, and, and me, to, to say, oh, they shouldn't have got rid of Travis. 
they made this decision based on something. We don't pretend to know everything on here, and, and I get what they're doing, but they're spending a lot of money, and they want to run good, and we need these guys to to stick around, and, and a switch to Toyota will be huge for them if they can pull that off, assuming that Toyota's going to actually help them. Yeah, I, I smart move on their part. Um, very smart move if they're going to you know pay for support and stuff like that. I would Yeah, if I'm them. I Hell mean, if yeah. I if I'm gonna pony up and spend the money on something, I'm gonna do it. Show up at the racetrack. Look at Toyota's display out front. It's huge. You know, yeah. Chevrolet's huge. Ford, everybody's huge. But Toyota's spending a lot of money, man. They're dumping a lot of resources into the sport, and that usually makes your cars go fast. How many races has Toyota won? Ten this year. Truex has four. Kyle has three at least. So Kyle has five. 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 Okay, so yeah, probably eight. Man. Yeah, nine, ten races. A lot of races. Something like that. Break time. All right, let's take a break. This is your Exalta Race Center update. I'm Matthew Dillner. Domination was the story Saturday night as defending series champion Martin Truex Jr. swept all three stages of the Cup Series race at Kentucky Speedway to capture his fourth W of the season. On Friday night, Christopher Bell held off Daniel Hemrick down the stretch to win the Xfinity Series race. Justin Allgaier was P3 on the podium and Junior Motorsports' top finishing driver. On Thursday, the Truck Series served up some home cooking in the Bluegrass State. When the bell rang, it was Kentucky native Ben Rhodes who scored his first career truck victory. From the home state of the Kentucky Derby to the Dirt Derby, the Truck Series will head to Eldora Speedway to play in the dirt on Wednesday night. Also this week, New Hampshire Motor Speedway plays host to a big NASCAR race weekend that features the Modified Tour, Xfinity, and Cup Series. Catching up with JRM, the late model team was in action last weekend at Tennessee's King Sport Speedway. Sam Mayer finished fourth and Josh Berry ninth in the Cars Tour event. This has been your Exalta Race Center update. Exalta is the official paint partner of NASCAR, developing, manufacturing, and supplying coatings to all types of vehicles and industrial applications. For more on Exalta, please visit ExaltaCS.com. At One Main Financial, we believe in the importance of community. That means partnering with our neighbors to reach common goals, lending a hand when it matters most, and commitment to our neighborhoods. Community isn't just where you are. It's where you make a difference. One Main Financial, not just in the neighborhood, but part of your community. Providing personal loan solutions and one-on-one local service. One Main Financial, your needs, your goals, your dreams. Offer subject to restrictions and requirements of the licensee. For licensing information, visit our website or call us. All right, let's go into fast lane, jump right in there, and uh, we're going to give you three topics, and one of them off the wall, which I love, and you guys will have 30 seconds each to respond. We'll start off with you, TJ. Uh, Can you name any current Cup Series driver that you think could uh, change organizations and perform better? Um, Let's see. See, this is why I need the sheet beforehand. Um. I Tell think, me when uh, to start the timer, and I'll wow, this give is some such time a to think. Loaded question. We'll give him time Jeez. to think. Um, a cup driver that could change organizations and run better? Yep. Yes. I mean, at all, I think there's a lot of them that could go and, and get in. Well, name one. Just oh my heart in the trailer <laughs> park. I took uh, to her. It's, uh, I mean, a lot of this is about the equipment you're in. Yeah. So if you go and get in, you know, I feel like if you put – Take any guy, like you could probably take a, um, 
His you know, 30 seconds has got to be up. Yeah. My Jesus, come on. Hit the bell. Yeah, Trevor Bain. Guy. Trevor Bain's my guy. I want to take Trevor Bain out of Roush. I want to go put him in a furniture row car, and I want to see how good he is. I spotted for the kid when he came into the Xfinity Series at MWR. He had crazy, crazy, crazy bravery, and he needed to develop his talent. I think he's probably reset now that he's been out of the car for several weeks, in and out, in and out, in and out. I think this guy is motivated. I would love to see him get in a car that's capable of running top ten because – I don't think he's ever had that chance at the cup level. I think you're crazy. Um, TJ's going to the sheet. At least man. I picked yeah, the guy. I'm going to the, going to the roster. I think uh, <laughs> I think you could take a guy like you know, I, and that's a good one because he needs a he could use a good shot at something. Um, but I I don't know. Your Thirty seconds is going to run out again. <laughs> I still got like twenty. <laughs> Let me see here, man. I mean, if you want to donate your twenty seconds, I'll do it. <laughs> you know, I would like to see what. Uh, <laughs> What Ross could do, um, Chastain, Chastain in a, in, a real, in a good car. Okay, um, I think he races the Cup Series. I think he ra- he does he does quite a bit with that four car in the Xfinity car. How about Joy Gase? No. <laughs> <laughs> what has does he ever go back and watch replays of how stupid he races? You think? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Probably I'm just curious not. if he does, because I see him race stupid lap after lap. I'm wondering if he ever actually – I wonder if his spotter ever tells him how stupid he races. No. Who I spots for him? I really don't even know. Maybe he don't have one. Maybe that's why he races like that. I don't think that's <laughs> going to change anything. Yeah. I'd pick Landon Castle because he's never really had a good opportunity that's to not pass, true. pass junior motorsports. Yeah. Right. In, in a rookie season where he came off a whole year where he didn't compete, he just tested. Right, right. So I got so I jumped in too early. I feel you. I would totally do uh, do that as mine. Let's uh, move on. Uh, I like other. his jeans, man. He wears some cool jeans. What about his merce? <laughs> yeah, he he's got to a, wait, what? Landon Castle's got a merce? Man purse? Yeah, satchel. I didn't know that. Whatever you want to call oh, it. Oh, he carries it around a satchel? He's driver coaching now. Like it's Indiana Jones? Still racing a little bit, yeah. But it's so, man, you, you watch Landon get in a car that, that absolutely is a slow race car. Yeah. And he runs a really smart race, stays out of everybody's way, and then you put a guy like Joy Gase in the same car, and you're like, oh, please. Please, pit. <laughs> I hope your seatbelt breaks and you have to pit and get out and go home because you can't race. You think Ty Dillon? Man, where is there any bells? Could be in that boat. No. Because look at like Truex and like here's what scares okay. me. About, here's what scares me about Ty Dillon, and I like the guy, but he followed his brother's footsteps at RCR. He got in a truck that his brother won a championship with. He got an Xfinity car that his brother won a championship with. Had a lot of the same guys in those positions. He won one race that I recall. It was Indian Xfinity car. Maybe he's won more, and I just I'm not recalling it. I think Ty is an exceptional dirt racer, but for some reason I have not seen the Ty Dillon that I thought was going to be there when he got to NASCAR because I, I followed him as a dirt guy. And, and when he you know made it to, to Xfinity Cup and whatever, I mean, you know, you're watching this guy and I'm, I'm thinking he's going to be better than Austin because I really feel like on dirt he's better than Austin. But for some reason, man. I don't know. I feel like once Austin moved up to the big deal, I think it became such a big thing in the spotlight that I think everything was like, oh, okay, well, Austin did. Then it, this kind of took all, oh, we're good enough there. We're good enough there. Keep it. And you know you can't do that. No. You got to keep putting stuff into it. You got to keep going at it. And I haven't seen that car be as competitive as it was since Austin's been in it, no matter what. So I think it felt, I, I, to me, I think it didn't I, have quite the effort. I, I feel like Ty's effort this year, that team's effort, is not what it was last year with Booty Barker running that team. 
I felt I've like, always thought Booty was agree. a good. I thought Booty was a good I, fit for I, that. I felt like he, you know, I felt like they ran a lot better with Booty than they're running this year with whatever they've got going on. And I don't know a lot of what they got going on, but I see him yeah. getting lapped a lot more than he did last year. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on. The Eldora Dirt Derby takes place Wednesday night at Eldora Speedway, and it's going to include some dirt racers. Yep. Uh, Logan Seavey making his first star, J.R. Hefner, uh, Chris Windham, uh, open wheel uh, standout, and the high side tickler, Kyle Strickler, is going to be running. Uh, will a dirt specialist take the checker, or will a series regular? <sighs> who goes first? Uh, um, Brett. Friesen. That's who I got. Uh, that's, that'd be my yeah, pick. That would be my pick. Yeah, of course it is because I just told y'all who the pick is, and so hey, I just want to oh, agree with you. Of course, with me. y'all, the guy that dominated wait, most of the race on the last year too is Bobby Pierce running. Get on the bandwagon. I didn't see his That's name. Not gonna I didn't see his name Bloom on the Quist? roster. How about Bloomquist? Can he run it? <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, World of Outlaws let him back in. He had a clean pee sample or Already? something. Already? Yeah, that's oh, what I he heard. Pissed excellence. Good for him. <laughs> I think I don't see how a dirt uh, dirt regular guy doesn't win this race. Like a, a dirt standout guy. You know, Ryan, Newman, Ryan Newman is in a former dirt racer. He's going to be. I'm interested in seeing guys, how that you guys goes. You guys know, but... man, at the end of that race, it gets really hard to pass. You know, it's it's easy to pass. The groove moves up. And once the cushion's established at the top, it's really hard to pass. And you got Matt Crafton running Crafton. it like it's Martinsville catfish, right around the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Catfish. Uh, I'm not going. Uh, I've got too much stuff going on with other business things, but I'll be watching on TV. It's one of my favorite days of the year to be a race fan because it's a Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. I got nothing to do. You know, it starts at 7, the main event's at 9. Like, it's a perfect Wednesday night for me. Yeah, I don't – just the freezing has so much experience running the modifies and stuff in long races, Super Dirt Week champion numerous times. He knows what to do when these tracks slick off and stuff. So, uh, it's, it'd be – Regardless of what happens, no one deserves more credit than Fox because they've put people on this broadcast – that know what dirt track racing is in the past i agree we've yeah. turned on and and listen i grew up going to super dirt late model you know races that's what i grew up around i went every single week and i'm not as into it now as i was i still watch it but i'm not crazy about it but you turn the broadcast on and you hear these people talking and they don't know what they're talking about and you're like can we please get a dirt expert on here yeah. well guess what we've got we've got dirt experts so who's this, doing it christopher uh, bell yeah. Oh, that's right. I did read that. Hey, it's always good when you have Kenny Wallace on there, too. And know? Larson, right? And I'm super yeah. surprised Bell's not running it. I'm surprised guys like Bell. I'd love to Larson. see Rico hop in a truck again. We all like know that, they would. They would if they had yeah, sponsors. Yeah, if they had the, yeah. the opportunity. Yeah. I mean, it's an expensive race. You know, you, you got to figure it costs hundred grand to show up and be in really good stuff and have a chance to win. And, and if I'm one of those guys, if I'm Christopher Bell, I'm not getting in a truck if I don't have a chance to win. It hurts your brand. You know what I mean? I watched Jesse Little this weekend get into a cup car to go out there and run 35th and i'm thinking does that do anything good for him i'm, I'm just thinking why yeah like if you get an opportunity to go be paul menard's teammate at the wood brothers you jump up and down and you mm-hmm. do everything you can and you go make it happen but for a guy like jesse little who i think can drive yeah, yeah he does know, good with lesser I, I'm, I'm very very impressed with that guy you know i'm not john hunter nemechek impressed with him but given the same equipment like he may be that good and and I really, in my mind, for some reason, I compare those two together. But he went and got in a, a car that isn't capable of staying on the lead lap for 25 laps. And I'm just sitting here thinking from a branding perspective, like, why? You know, it is what it is. Anyway, I can't wait for Eldora. It's fun. I agree. Uh, it should be fun. Uh, Schultz came up with this one. And it's pretty awesome. The July New Hampshire race has seen 10 consecutive 
different winners. And he listed them because I didn't even know this stat. It was amazing. guy. Yep. Kenseth, Kyle Busch, Keselowski, Vickers, Kane, Newman, Johnson, Logano, and Kurt Busch. Will one of these drivers win again, or will somebody new win, and it'll be 11? Hmm. I think Clint Boyer wins this weekend. It's one of his favorite tracks. Our flat track program's good. It's really fun to be on this show because last year, TJ and I, the cup level, you know, last two years on the, on, the, on this show, like we just hope we had a chance to win. I, it's fun going to the racetrack knowing you got a chance to win. I'm telling you, get your fantasy picks right because Clint Boyer will be faster this weekend. Um, I, That list is pretty strong. Uh, that's a pretty good list. I think this uh, this isn't the loud, and they're doing a lot of crazy stuff to it, too, I think. I think they're dragging it, spraying it, and all sorts of stuff. So I We're don't talking know. about hair or we're talking about racetracks? We're talking about racetracks. <laughs> so um, and that list is pretty good. I do know that I looked at the schedule for the weekend, and if you're going – if you want a good weekend of racing, you need to go this weekend because there straight. are so many races. There's how many races are there, like five? Probably. I think there's four or five races. Well, we know the modifieds are there. We know K and N's there. It's modified K and N's there. We know cups Xfinity there. Cup. Um, I think there's a lawnmower race. <laughs> probably is school bus. There's, a, race, there's a spotter race from the uh, stand to the cars. We, yeah, I win that one every week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you won't That's because you leave with one to go. Two to go, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Two to go, Clint. You're on your own. Good luck. Yep. <laughs> oh man so who, who do you think you really didn't answer the question imagine that oh man it's you know a I, penske guy no, you can't that, Both, been, i think penske guys are on here right keselowski yep, and Logano. oh blaney oh blaney um is truex on that list nope nope he's uh, never won new hampshire yeah he'll be tough there he never won new hampshire he didn't win a fall race i don't think so and he cut his teeth right. in New Hampshire and Dover. I mean, that's two tracks where he ran a lot of races yeah. before he got to and, NASCAR. And this year, I think they're stronger than last year. People are like, no, they haven't had that dominance. Last year, they just spanked them on the 1.5s, right? Yeah. This year, up until this week at Kentucky, yeah. Yeah, they've one. been spanking them on all different type racetracks, and they finally came through on the 1.5s. So I think they're stronger. So we tire tested at Kentucky. TJ tire tested at Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Martin Truex tire tested yep. at Kentucky. Man, tire testing's weird because – I really think a playoff eligible team should not be allowed to tire test. Ooh, I don't. I don't agree really? with the fact that TJ and myself and and those other two guys. You know, so here's an example: William Byron tire tested. Okay. You know, I really felt like Hendrick showed the best progress they've shown in a mile and a half this year. They they had four guys yep. capable of running top fifteen all night until Alex had his problem, and you know that was unfortunate for those guys. But like, let William Byron. Go tire test. We, I mean, I'm sorry, but Martin Truex, Clint Boyer, and uh, Joy Logano don't need to be tire tested. Like, I get, I get it, but you're giving. I get why why Goodyear wants that giving, them for da- data. You're giving us a head start. We don't need a head start. Yeah, true. Like neither does neither does Logano, neither does Truex. Like, I don't know. I felt like, I mean, TJ, you know, his car was a top eight car, probably. Yeah, we were roughly in that. Where'd you area. finish? Tenth. Yeah, I mean, I was a top six car, but. Pit stops and getting shuffled and track position, it was so freaking hard to pass. Uh, we almost got tangled up with Jimmy there one time, shot way up the track, ended up 12th. But, I mean, all four of us, the three of the four of us were top 10 cars. Yeah. Tire testing is weird. It is. I, I, the only thing I can say against is if, the, the, if a guy comes in there like William doesn't have a lot of experience tire testing or know what the real feel should be for the track, do you really get a – do you want him or do you want a guy that – 
I agree with um, that. We had you know, guys out can, there with 40 laps on their left side tires. Did it really uh, matter who tire tested? But what there? I'm saying is Goodyear's going looking for feedback. If you got a guy that's so green, doesn't have any feedback, wow. He's a cup driver. But I, I mean, I, mean how I, many, I hear you. I hear your devil's advocate. How many tire tests has he done? But he's a cup driver. How many different tires has he raced? This on? guy isn't a. a Hickory he's a Motor cup driver, but you driver. can't go to him and be like, "Hey, remember that Darlington tire you ran on last year? You know, remember that one you ran on two years ago? This and you know, these drivers remember how things feel. Oh yeah. So you can go to these guys and you know, it moves around a little too much, stuff like that. So, so our drivers at the tire test—they're the reason why we had such good tires. Uh, to. I don't know why you, we got to wear them out. You got to be able to wear them out. So and no, I think you should deeper problems at uh, Kentucky. So what are they? Yeah, what are they? Yeah, you said it on the show last week, and I turned oh, on don't the turn TV. Turn this on us. What are I, they? I turned the TV on. <laughs> what I say was I turned on the TV Always for Kentucky is. for the Xfinity Series race, and I'm watching the race, and I'm yeah. just looking at that light gray racetrack, and one black groove in it, and the first thing I thought of was my man here with the Gamecocks hat on and what he said. And I was like, damn, he was really right. I'm not sitting here kissing your butt. I don't even remember, but so it, I'm just glad you're... It bothered that. me. Well, because they used a tire dragon in the groove. And I was looking at all that real estate at the top. Yeah. You talk about tires falling off. That's important, too. But I think the racing suffered at Kentucky. Ding, 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 because of that. Yeah, like Michigan. It was... There was more grooves than there normally was. There, Guess when though. they started running the tire <clears throat> dragon higher. After the Xfinity race. Yeah, that doesn't help. They ran it higher, and, and they only did it once. Yeah. We ran if they higher did it earlier, they would have had the night. trucks maybe running up there and the Xfinity cars running up there, and the groove might have been worked in better. I will say that, I mean, it was this was the most – we had more grooves this time than we ever had. Like, you could watch a, you, Larson, and you could roll it in three and roll up the top of the black. They needed to start up there originally. Mm-hmm. And then slowly, you know, spend a day working that in, spend half a day working on the next line and spend a quarter of a day working the bottom in, and then it'll naturally take care of itself. But then you got more grooves. But. I saw three cars capable of passing. The Truex, Larson, and at the end of the race, Amarola drove from outside of the top ten to like seventh or eighth. Outside of those three guys, man, we caught Logano, and he'd get to the center of the corner, park that thing on the bottom. We could not do anything to get remotely close to his bumper. To move him, to catch him, to pass him, Nothing. Like it was a very frustrating race from a competitor standpoint. All right, off the wall topic. Uh, a rideshare program in Finland. Finland, where's that? Yeah, at? Finland is uh, offering this free program. Okay, to passengers, if they sing with the driver the entire ride, they get a free ride. Would you rather sing in like your rideshare, like your Uber or whatever, yeah. or ride awkwardly with that awkward conversation you always have in Uber for free? Uh, for for and pay, I'll sing. Jason, I'll give you a ride home if you sing <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> what would you sing, man? Uh, well, You'd sing. If it's a good song, sure. Every rose has See, its thorn. Um, yeah. Like every night. What if you don't know the song? It's dawn, just like every cowboy sings a sad, sad song. Man, yeah. I'm telling you, I love to sing. Put me in an Uber. I could, I could Uber for free every weekend. I get home, you know, from the racetrack, and I got like sixteen dollars in Ubers, so I could save sixteen dollars a weekend by singing. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's a money saver. Better than being awkward. What would you sing? So he's going to sing. Every rose has its thorn. I ain't singing that. But what I'd would you sing? Sing whatever he played if it was free. I'm upset. That new Drake song. What? Yeah. Can't I'm go fifty-fifty with no hope. I'd be a. <laughs> 
I'd be uh, in my feels or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Schultz, come on. Schultz, Schultz, you're not uh, in this conversation, but we're yeah. putting you in it. What's we'll, your song? What would Probably you song. Um, I like the Barney song. Yeah. <laughs> All those kids. I love you. Dillner <laughs> <Yep. laughs> probably knows that one. I know what he'd sing. Uh, he'd sing uh, Cake. Stick shifts and safety belts. Ah, oh, man. <laughs> I think if I had to pick a song that Jason was saying, I think it'd be something. I'd have to know it, though. Yeah, well, that thing. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> like it had to be um, something very. Um, I wonder where he's gonna go with this one. I don't know, man. Like it can't be bad. Like there's no rap or anything here. It'd no, be, man, he's not rapping. It would be. You, uh, don't, you don't listen to any rap. All Sam Hunt rap. Oh, that guy's not a rapper. Country rap. I don't rap. know what that guy is. <laughs> country rap is crap. That's what I call it. <laughs> yeah. Like it's country and rap. It's crap. Yeah. Who started that? Was it those damn uh, big and rich guys? I don't know, man. Big and rich can be fun, but I'm sorry, it's I'm the done. Cowboy Troy started I'm country done. rap. Who started done. country rap? Done with Florida it. Georgia Line. No, they didn't start it. They didn't start it. This Jason. guy only knows everything three years ago. Jeez, and, and, man, and I'm telling you, now. it's so it's so current. It's so, uh, Jason. I'm worried about you. I am too. Thank you. You don't you, know you a lot to, of key it, pieces of like history. You gotta go back. Hey, did I you know. know our country was founded in 1776? Our first president was well, George. Ricky Washington. told me that after he won Daytona last year. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> Two-time World War so. champs. <laughs> back to back. Back to back, baby. <laughs> Never lost a World War. Damn straight. Not going to. All right. Hashtag Ask DBC. Y'all got on and fired it up this week. I was even looking at the Ask DBC questions. Yeah, there's questions. a lot of them. We did. There are some good ones. Uh, Lower that sheet, bud. I'm gonna be TJ Majors right here. Oh, like, sheet, did TJ ever say what song he was gonna sing with Uber? I would sing any. He's just said any. That's like yeah. the most generic answer. Ever. I wouldn't sing country song in there. I'm not. You wouldn't sing crap. I don't, I don't know a bunch of. Yeah, I don't know a bunch of that. What's so. your favorite song then to sing? Come on, Hell's Bells, ACDC. Sing uh, Hell's Bells is good. Yeah, my son. My son actually, he's two, right? Yeah. And he sings uh, for those about to rock. We salute you. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what Hell's Bells reminds me of? Maximum Overdrive. Yeah. Because it plays that movie. Yep. With the huge whoa. Oh, yeah. Easy. He ain't going to know that one. Easy on that one. Schultz ain't going to know that one. All right. Ask DBC. Uh, producer Jason Schultz has chosen a bunch of these questions, and uh, here they are. It says Casey, so should I read them in Casey's voice? Of course. Absolutely. All right. I just wish you'd wear the yoga pants she had on from last week. <laughs> you don't want me in the yoga pants. Brother. I don't want to see him in That's yoga disgusting. pants. Yeah. What were my the, lord? What were they? Uh, Lululemon. They were Lululemon. Oh yeah. Yoga pants were the best Lululemon. thing ever Lululemon. invented. I'm telling you, nothing is better than yoga pants. I don't know what's better, the Lululemon pants or, or all short shorts. How do you come here? up with that? With the with the how do you shots? come up with that name? Thanks. What do you want to name our company? <laughs> Lululemon. I mean, that's a bad name. Yo yo grape. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> What are you gonna name your company? Oh yeah, be uh, you know. All right, Lululemon. Oh, oh yeah, sounds, yeah. We're playing some popular music on the show today. Jason has Only no idea seconds. what this is. What is the eight second rule? They charge us if we play longer. I should have picked a better eight seconds. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. a terrible eight seconds, yeah, man. Tap on it and a lot tap of, on it and skip a, into a it. A lot of stuff can swipe right and eight then slide seconds. it over. Yeah. Yeah. All right. C Moody asks. Just play it. Who cares? Yeah, just just like. Come on, sing it. TJ, sing it. I don't know where I'm at. Oh, I do know that. I love that song. It's a great song. Come on, man. He won't even sing here. He'd never sing in an Uber. I got to be in the shower. Oh, that's (laughs) We ain't ain't going there. (laughs) Wonderful. So in college, 
And I know there's a lot of college kids that listen to this show. Oh, just a ton, man. Because the millions of people listening. I like, love college. But have a drink on me. Have you ever heard of that song? That's Jason? a great song. So have a drink on me the, the, is a drinking game in college. And you what? have to drink. Every time they say have a drink on me, you have a drink. Yeah, every time they say have a drink on me, you have a drink. And you listen to the song twice, and you're in Myrtle Beach jail. That's what happens. <laughs> Isn't the other drinking song like Sweet Caroline or something you drink every time? I never they, played that one either. Or um, I don't need games to drink. I just well, that helps you. Up. That helps you guzzle faster. Nah, drinking games are fun. Okay, you ever I'm, not a, a, I'm not a short track drinker. That game, that game. The card game, movie, Jason. The card game. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I haven't played it in a long time, but it was pretty fun. <sighs> You've never played the All game right. ASS Hole card game? No. <laughs> oh, you don't drink. That's you do it with grape juice. <laughs> yeah. Never All mind. right. C. Moody asks, does a guy in non-competitive equipment hurt his career prospects by being a non-factor? Uh, we, we kind of talked about that, alluded to that with Jesse Little a little yeah. bit. Is it better to be competitive in a lower series uh, with big teams? It is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you want to be a, a top 10 qualifier and a top 10 racer, and that's how you get attention. And attention gets sponsors, and sponsors get you a job. You know, if, if you're not capable of, of doing that, you're, you're just not – it's kind of like the – I'm not going to say it because it's going to be offensive to people, but it, yeah. it's, uh, it's hard to be attractive if you're not attractive. It's hard to get noticed, and it happens. It's hard to get noticed when you're taking a 25th place car and finishing – you know, even 16th with it or something like that, it's hard to get noticed doing that, even though it's a great, you know, if you're taking a 25th, 30th place car and you're finishing near top 15th, that's an accomplishment, but nobody sees it. It's hard to see. I think we saw that with Ryan Priest. I mean, he ran a full season yeah. at Johnny Davis' it's car. Definitely won, yeah. And he got noticed within the, the, you know, the second half of the season. People yeah. noticed because he was taking a 30th place car and finishing. One thing that helped Ryan, though, is he was going out of that. And still winning a bunch of races, though, yep. too. So he was keeping his name in the headlines by leaving that. But then he was smart because then he took some money and went big and into he, a winning yeah, car. That's that's what I would do if I I would I would run I would run five races really competitively. Then uh -huh. I would twenty five, you know, eighteenth. But that's a hard decision to make. Yeah, yeah, because you want to be in it too. I mean, he, you just said it. What he spent with Johnny Davis bought him a full season. And then what he spent with Johnny Davis, turn around at JGR, got him four races. Like, wow. And and TJ's exactly right. You've got to pick the four races over the 33 if you have an opportunity to win those four, which he came back and he did. And now he's still able to reap some of those benefits. I mean, he's got some races this year. Uh, he's still doing his thing, like TJ said, you know, winning modified races. But, man, it's hard to be a kid and make the right decision there. It really is. And you're gambling on yourself, you know. Yeah, for sure. All right, ask DBC question from uh, J Dublin. J White? J Dublin, the building. <laughs> I love these screen names right here. Uh, he asks, uh, other than the lack of wins and the exception of Chase Elliott, do you think that the youth movement's growth is slowed by the lack of sponsorship slash branding that appeals to youth? That's ludicrous. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think... I think we got a lot of youth coming in. Um, to me, I think there's more youth now than there ha ever has been. With you know, you know, Larson, you got um, you got Byron in there now. We're starting. Some of these guys are starting to, 
you know, Bowman's Bowman's not exactly old. You know, he's young. The only thing so. slowing down the youth movement is the fact that they're not winning races. Yeah. This guy's asking if sponsorship and branding is, is slowing down their growth. No, I mean, NASCAR and, and their marketing efforts are cramming youth down our throat. The media, you know, all they want to talk about on TV is how old somebody is. I, I don't ever hear, you know, when I watch other sports, they talk about how old this guy is or how old it, like, man, stop talking about it. Stop making them. I mean, Blaney yeah. said it best. Shut up. I'm sick of hearing it. He's a race car driver. He wants to win races. He's going to win races. And and the only thing slowing down the, quote, youth movement is the youth not winning. Go win. Can you imagine one of them winning five, six races? Yeah. That would skyrocket. Yeah. Ridiculous. It's going to happen at some it point. It will. And it will. When? Right. When's it going to happen? I think it's going to happen this year. I don't know about five, six races, but I think a guy like – I think Chase Elliott, everybody thinks no right now – is going to be the Chevrolet that uh, puts in a victory lane. I think Ryan Blaney's got a win in him this year. Ryan Blaney had a chance this weekend. Yes, Truex, yeah, he Truex had called in sick. He could have won. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ryan did a great job. He needed a good solid points day to really kind of bump him up above, you know, that playoff, that cutoff deal is getting creeping up on people. So he needed a good solid run, and that helped him out a bunch. Yeah. We need to talk about playoff next week because I don't know the numbers, but it's got to be worth yeah. the discussion. It's coming up. I mean, it's tight. Yeah. All right, uh, one last Cast DBC question. Uh, Wrecker Fire asks, who are the top five trash talkers in the history of NASCAR? I think that's Pops Boyer. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know Pops. Man, that's I, all right. I, well, they might. They, they, are they, they talking that, driver? What they do you think did that show about? on Clint, and they went out and rode with him. Yeah. yeah. So they might. Racing roots. Yeah. yeah. So they might. He run into something, too. <laughs> Pops is funny. I love that guy. He's one of my he favorite funny. people. I love yeah. when he texts me. He texts me. You know, during the race, like I could check my phone on a green flag run. I get them after the race, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, you think, you, know that, uh, you think I didn't know that? Like, that, that one sentence that he said, we should have got took. four tires right there. We should have got no gas. We should have got it. Problem Pop. is, it took him so long to type it that it was probably the next stop by the time he got around. <laughs> oh, let me take that. You break. think he does the talk to text like old people usually do? No, I bet no? he's sitting there one finger. <laughs> Brett, oh, hunting pack. Yeah, Top I'm, five trash talkers. Yeah. Obviously, we got to speak to drivers. Yeah. Maybe drivers and crew chiefs. I mean, otherwise, nobody knows who these people are. But hands down, Daryl Walchman, 80s. Jaws. Mm. Like, who beats that guy? Yeah. Now, that, now, he wasn't that guy later in his career. But Daryl Waltrip in the Mountain Dew car in the 80s. Jaws. Number one guy. Yeah. Had to be. I mean, he, yeah, big time. Rusty Wallace. He wasn't. He was. He only really did it when he was provoked, though. Like when he, true. when you, when you Very bumped true. him, he would talk. Yep. Um, I don't know. I mean, it, he was pretty good. I'd say DW is really, really. Earnhardt never talked trash, but no, he, no, he, if, he, if you talked up to he him, did he did with the car. He'd either do it with <laughs> he the did car, with the car. <laughs> or he'd say something real short. Because I remember in the past, yeah. the grass thing. I was an Elliott fan growing up, and when the passing the passing the grass deal happened, you know, Bill kind of whined afterwards about it. And I was a Bill fan. You know, I just got a Bill Elliott hat, you know? Yeah. And then I heard Earnhardt just say something like, uh, and I'm not going to, I'm going to paraphrase, you know, you're trying to run into me, I ain't going to take it. Like that sort of thing. And I never forget, I never wore, I still have that Bill Elliott hat and it's clean as a whistle. Has no sweat in it, no nothing. Because that day (laughs) I was like, I like that. I'm an Earnhardt fan. He didn't talk trash. Right. But kind of like Ricky Stenhouse this, this week. Yeah. There was some trash talking going on right there. And Ricky Stenhouse, he didn't talk trash back. He just said, why don't you come up and, and yeah. say it to me? Yeah. I think yeah. Uh, I, I remember Dale Earnhardt, maybe at Michigan. They were in practice or somewhere and Rusty wrecked him. 
and he got out and choked him on TV. I mean, he got out. He literally he got his hands on him, and he was choking him. And and I'm sure maybe there's footage. I don't know, but I remember watching that, going, "This guy's awesome." Like, don't talk, do it. Yeah, don't 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 threaten what, me with a good what, time. What other trash talkers in NASCAR? We could, I don't know if we could name five here, but we could name at least top three. The podium of trash talking. I, I feel like Kyle and Brad right now do a pretty good job of. Brad of, simmered down. Well, you don't ever know what happened. You don't know if an owner got to him or a sponsor got to him or NASCAR got to him. And, man, you get popped on the wrist a lot around here. Nobody knows it. You know? You yeah. Get, you get, you get, it's a shame because if him and Kyle would own that rivalry a little bit more, like Rusty yeah. and Dale did a little bit and stuff like that. I mean, Denny Hamlin, you know, I think Denny Hamlin got fined $50,000 for a tweet. And then Spencer Gallagher <laughs> tweets what he did two weeks ago. Like, you don't ever know when you're, yeah. um, you know. Secret fines. But the thing is, yeah, I mean, I hate to say this because as a as a fan of the sport and a person works in it, I hate to hear this analogy, but WWE makes a complete living off of trash talking. Yeah. That's all they do. They get in a, in a ring and they dance around with each other. I mean, yeah, they're being physical, but it's a routine when they get in that ring. Yep. They make a living of entertaining you off trash talking, and it's all manufactured. Ours is not manufactured, no. and every time it gets really, really good, somebody calls somebody in and tells them, shut up. Like, let it go, man. Let us let us do it. Like, who cares? I, I wish we had more of that, man. That's why yeah. I love this weekend. And I like think, Kyle Petty kind of said, I alluded to it before, said NASCAR should inter, uh, intervene before no. it gets to like a Kenseth Logano situation. I disagree. Let, let the drivers govern this thing. If they want to run their mouths to each other, that's going to sell tickets yeah. and put people in the grandstands, put p- viewers in front of the TV. Yeah. And and then if something happens after that that goes past that point crosses that yeah. line then you I react think Matt crossed the line by doing like yeah. like I think he crossed the line just knocked and then KO you deal with somebody it. yeah well but you know I'm fine you know with him are we making preemptive de- deal with it Do like what? just the, are we going to preemptive deal with it though now nah, just let it go yeah. I, I honestly think right now in today's world the best trash talker is Harvick. You know, you watch him. Good point. You watch him get in the top four at Homestead and try to, to verbally intimidate the guys he's sitting on stage with. Uh, and Harvick's a tougher dude. You know, like he was Tony a, Stewart. He was a wrestler. Tony, Tony Stewart was a yeah. trash talker. Oh. But I, I got. I think, I think of the guys currently. You know, zipping up their suits and putting on these helmets. I'd say Harvick's probably the best at it. Yeah, yeah. He he does a good job at he it. He subliminally will screw with you. Yeah. I don't know how to spell that word, but I know how to say it. Because <laughs> I remember that, what you alluded to in the playoffs, yeah. you know, in that press conference and some of the quotes. You look at what Stewart did in that press conference before Homestead that year where he, he snuck in there and, and, and was one of those races, and they get to Homestead, and he, he got – I'm sorry, he got in the, the, the other guy's heads, Carl yeah. Edwards yeah. and them, you know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's some trash talking right there. Yeah. I love it. Professor like, Brett, like it. do you want to talk about your lucky dog? Lucky dog. This is New Hampshire, man. That's where Lucky Dog started. Remember that? Oh, yeah. I so, do. Dale Jarrett wrecks off turn yep. four. Bill Elliott's got the lead. Bill Elliott's like around turn two. And back then, we had a gentleman's agreement. When the yellow came <laughs> yeah. out, the leader would fade out of the gas, yep. and he would kind of selectively let people back on the lead lap that were right behind him. He had somebody right behind him that had had a problem, and I don't remember who it was, but he had somebody right behind him, and he didn't want them back on the lead lap. So he raced them all the way back around. And by the time that he got to start finish line, Dale Jarrett's car had been sitting there for 15 seconds to the point that Dale Jarrett would have had time to take his helmet off, take his steering wheel off, unbuckle, 
drop his winning net and start to get out. Obviously, if they come around there and that's happening and, and they have an accident, Dell's life is in jeopardy. So it was established at that moment on the front stretch of New Hampshire that we would no longer race back to the yellow. Yep. That we would establish a system that would – the yellow freezes the field – and the first car not on the lead lap, or I'm sorry, one lap down behind yes. the leader is the free pass. So we're going back to New Hampshire where the free pass was born. And I would like to hear, I would love to see TV interview Bill Elliott, interview the guy that was behind him, interview Dale Jarrett, and just talk about the product. Because that's a cool, that's a big moment in our sport yeah. when the, the racing back to the yellow went away. Because the yellow come out on the last lap, guess what you did? You raced home. Mm-hmm. We don't do that anymore. So I think it's a, I think it's worth at least a discussion for these new fans that don't necessarily know where how we got here. I love it. I'm, I'm, I mean, it's definitely safer. Uh, but it, <laughs> I, it was. I saw a replay of a race and there was some wrecks and guys were still in the throttle. I'm like, man, look at these guys. They're racing. It looks weird to see if you go back and look at it now. It looks weird to see guys still in the throttle coming back to the line. But as a spotter. If TJ's leading the race, yeah, and I'm two laps down or one lap down, and I'm three cars behind him, and when the caution would come out, I would literally sprint to TJ and be beating on his shoulder, going, "Please let me have my lap back, please yeah. let me." Like you, and, and and so, and then TJ's keying up, going, "Hey, Brett's down here. Clint wants his lap back. He's three behind you." So it that guy dictated how many people got their lap back, and you'd see him yeah. race hard, race hard, race hard, start finish, they slam on brakes, and let just one guy go. Their buddy, you know, what I mean, like it was, it was yeah. a lot. It was, Safety wise, though, was the main reason that yes, rule was, and, and and it's probably unsafe. it's it's definitely for the better in that department. Yeah, well, well I, gets, I agree. We can release safety workers to the scene quicker, way faster. Yeah, yeah. It's a good. It was a great rule change. But New Hampshire, yeah. I don't remember the year. I'm going to say like oh two, oh three, oh four. Uh, I think uh, uh, Dale Jarrett was in the uh, UPS uh, car. UPS number forty four. He, he was definitely no. He was in the eighty eight. Right? Was it the 88? Yeah, he was an 88. Yeah, because yeah, Bill Elliott was still racing. Okay. You know, Bill Elliott was in a Dodge. Okay. Uh, he was in the, the, obviously, in the number nine Dodge. But I'm going to say like 03, 04, maybe. What I think it was the 44. That was, was that Rudiman? That yeah. was UPS 44? Yeah, it was Rudiman in UPS car. Yeah. Yeah, after yeah. Dale retired. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Are you all have anything to rant about, man? No. I don't know. No ranting? Rant. I'm tickled. No. I'm just happy. TJ looks like he's going to go to sleep on that couch I right am. there. I'm down. He's been sleep. up all night babysitting. I have been. All, all right. DBC night. picks. Let's kick it. Newman. So you Newman. pick first? Yeah. This week? Who who won last Brett week? Brett won. Brett won again. Brett won with who? Let's. Jason. Brett won with Paul Menard over. Oh, Menard Alex had a good Bowman. weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Bowman yeah, the Bowman the showman wasn't a showman this uh, week, unfortunately. i tell you what, man. If there's anywhere that I'm going to pick Alex Bowman, it's going to be a flat track because I think that kid is a, is a good racer. It seems like those guys that come out of that dirt stuff, he, he drives it on the right rear a lot. I got, I got Alex Bowman. I think and, he, and, you know, uh, one, uh, one of his first cup races in that 88 car, Yeah, yeah. Not, not before that when he was in Tommy stuff and all that. Well, he ran was, good there. Well, he ran pretty yeah. well. Think, I spotted think, like for him 13th or something. Yeah. At New Hampshire, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's my guy. I think he wins, and I win five in a row, and I think I'm getting ready to run away with this. It's going to get ugly. TJ's got nobody left. Well, AJ hosed me pretty big in Sonoma. That was not a good yeah. one. And I picked Menard Daytona, and we all saw how that ended. So Bye-bye. I think I'd like. I think you're paying some of these guys. So I am. I'm sliding them. <laughs> I'm sliding them. Is, is, tro- is there a trophy? No, for this nothing. pup, no. Schultz, man, you're gonna need there to come up with a trophy. There's free breakfast or something. Like yeah, there's like did. free breakfast. There's like 
free thank you to this guy for doing this work for us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he makes it fun. Right, who you got? Here he said Newman. He's got Newman. You said Newman? Yeah, what are He's you doing? Newman. You say, well, you pick first. I don't so Newman's going to go run on dirt on Wednesday night. He's going to probably run the modified. I don't know. Run the modified. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Putnam or Bono's car there? Maybe. I don't know if he is or not. I mean, you, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, we would have not been able to wait this long to pick Ryan Newman. Like, we would have been all over him at Charlotte, Atlanta, any mile and Loudon. a half. He's been, we, he's we would have said, this guy's yeah. going to sit on the pole and lead. Like, he was he was the man for a long this time. This is one of the places where they were running. They started figuring out they were running that huge spring in the right rear. Remember that? It was like a 1,000-pound right rear spring they were running. This is like 2,000, what, three-ish, four-ish, two-ish? Yeah. Two, we, three, four, somewhere We're going to see now. a good race this weekend in New Hampshire. We get, we're putting uh, grip. Remember, uh... You know, we were trying to get rid of grip all the time. Now we're putting grip uh, back in the racetrack and more rubber. With a, I don't know. It's hard to pass. See me antagonizing? <laughs> Did you like that? It's really hard to pass. In I can't hear you. <laughs> it's hard to pass. You know, it's a track position game. I don't. I, I, we said last year on this show, leave the track surfaces alone. I kind of missed the hunting the bottom thing. You go in there and a guy runs you down a little bit, and you kind of got to work him off the bottom. Now you got to work him out of the grip up top. Like yeah. you have, you have naturally what we were looking for already. We don't need to – if a guy's faster and needs the bottom, he's got two choices to make. He's going to sit there and follow you or he's going to try to make it interesting, you know, and get around you. We don't need the grip, in my opinion, up higher. We don't need it up there. The modified race, phenomenal. No – no, nothing for that, you know, and – Yeah, and the problem um, is it actually hurts the modified race if you ask those guys. You're, you're taking this – killed it at yeah. Bristol. It made it an awful race at Bristol. You're taking – to me, Loudon was a pretty good – it was a – Big short track. Yeah. Because you had to hunt the bottom and you had a guys are using the apron to turn. Yeah. When you have to get down and hook the apron to turn, man, that's a short track to me. Yeah. Um, so this is, you kind of took that away from, now you're forcing us to find the edge of the grip up there and where the spray stuff is. And, um, you know, and who, who knows, maybe, you know, Johnny grip sprayers maybe he doesn't a wave or something and you hit the grip <laughs> you know johnny grip sprayer i, I want to put baby powder down i won't heck yeah grip. remember uh, we used to do that go-kart tracks put, all the time put baby powder out there man heck yeah let's man let's, yeah. let's find out who can drive these things i mean jimmy johnson and kyle larson to the front <laughs> i just think it'd be i, I miss the oh, kind of boy. going in there and trying to work a guy off the bottom like every you get to turn three yeah. and they would get lower and lower and lower and, and you're like, like pedaling and breaking pedaling and breaking. then you're, you're trying to tell your driver like okay this guy's running the bottom okay he's hooking the apron at, you know middle of the corner then it's like he's hooking the apron at the 25 percent mark you're like good gosh <laughs> you know and guys you know short track guys seem to rise there but yeah. I, I like that type i can't wait to eat the lobster lobster yeah, i don't need seafood new so. hampshire you don't eat seafood what's wrong with you it's not normal really don't eat seafood don't like it fish sticks with ketchup oh wait <laughs> <laughs> that's gotta be healthy just, yeah just, i haven't had I one of them in like 25 Hold years on, but you'll eat a fish stick that's seafood. a damn fish you, you don't stick? eat lobster i will eat like crab and lot you got dip oh, well, in butter. Oh, so you eat seafood you got dip that in butter but <laughs> i'm not gonna sit there and be like oh man i can't wait there to get have there have you ever had a lobster roll no you ever had lobster mac and no, cheese? No. So funny to hear oh, like South lob- Carolina do I, I have had lobster mac and cheese, and that's fine. There's a restaurant called O. It's downtown Cackett, Cackett, <laughs> which we call Concord. And then yeah. there's another one up there near Common the one of the lakes. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, up at one it of the has it has steak and lobster mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. It is amazing. Low calorie, low fat. Oh, yeah, all that butter, <laughs> no. whatever. Mm. Get, you, so get you a good. Nantucket pie. Yeah. 
I'm gonna go to 99 and get the Buffalo are you chicken miss, wrap. Are you gonna miss? This going, guy's going to Burger King or something. Like Donald, 99, man. man, that the restaurant. We got. Do you think? Do you think when we get to Vegas no. for the first race of the chase that we're gonna wish we were in New Hampshire because it's gonna be a <laughs> it's million be 120 degrees? degrees. Yeah. Hell, yeah, probably. Hell on earth. Yeah, we'll probably be there. Probably be wishing. The hottest race so far has been Chicago. Yeah, it was brutal. Yeah, Kentucky was pretty warm during during the day. Night race was awesome. I got to say this, though. Our schedules right now, they're killing it. Like, we used to be on the roof in Kentucky 14 hours a day. And now you look back and you go, why? This this schedule yeah. in Kentucky was great. And and you look at the schedules, and I'm sure fans are going, why are they practicing less? Well, let me tell you yeah. why. We don't need to practice. Yeah, that's We unload for the close. sport. Because yeah. well, here's, what, here's what happens. People go, well, they need to practice. Well, we're not changing sway bars, and we're not changing yep. springs. All the things that made us need more time to do during practice, we're not doing because the engineering and the sims are so good. We show up really close to what we're going to race. We're making very small changes, and all we're really doing is trying to get the damn splitter right. Once we get that right, we're good. So we don't need five hours of practice to do that. We need, just like we had, I saw the Darlington schedule come out. Friday is Xfinity practice for an hour, cup practice for an hour, Xfinity for an hour, cup for an hour. That's it. That's perfect. The next day, Saturday, we qualify both series and run an Xfinity race. That's awesome. Next day, Sunday, we run the race. So, like, you're literally doing exactly what you need to do for fans in that area. Come watch practice. Come watch qualifying and a race. Come watch the race. And, and we were not out there 14 hours a day. It's it's good for our sport, I think. Yeah, I want single car qualifying back, but probably not happening. Probably not. Probably yeah, not. I tell you what, we'll do single car qualifying when they build us a shade on the spotter stand. <laughs> 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 and on that note, yeah. uh, thanks uh, One Main Financial yeah. uh, for uh, bringing this show, and I uh, appreciate Casey Hames for not being able to show up again, so I could sit with these two. They pay you extra for this. Oh, heck no, man. Company car. You get a company car to this. Deal, I do. Yeah. A company, company car, car, like a Matchbox yeah. car. Dale Jr. Company owns car. And Kathy over there car. gave me a car for, for Hudson, a, a Matchbox car, if you're talking about that. Doesn't Dale Jr. own a dealership? I don't have – I need a Chevrolet. I don't have one. Yeah. He's Doesn't got he? a dealership in his at his house. <laughs> Can't he give you a company car? I need like a minivan or something. I know I'm the only man alive that wants a minivan, but I got kids, are, man. Actually, you're the only man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got kids. I want a minivan. Are. My wife doesn't want it, but I want it. I tweeted this weekend. I was sitting there. <laughs> we were leaving dinner, and I watched all these guys piling this minivan. <laughs> like, we, we look like a bunch of idiots. There's 10 guys getting in a little Honda minivan. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, guys. Don't worry for sleep, but we're Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. A few of them have yeah. to be left behind hey guys, we're not going to be able work. to go we're not going to be able to take this van my seatbelt's not working All right. yeah. any other seatbelt sa safety sam <laughs> there comes safety sam guys guys there's no rear view we're not leaving <laughs> yeah i can't see out of the back I can't get see. out now get out <laughs> safety first call uber and sing we're out <laughs> you've been listening to door bumper clear brought to you by one main for updates on elliot sadler and the number one junior motorsports team Go to OneMainRacing.com. Check out Dirty Mo Media on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Dirty Mo.